Thanks so much once again for joining us on Mindfuck, where we are here to disentangle whatever is in your way and get you moving forward to achieving the impossible goals that you only think are impossible but really are attainable if you realign yourself with it. You can go to statusflow.net, check out all of our science-backed programs that are designed to make your impossible a reality. Today, we're going to disentangle whatever Austin's got going on. Austin! Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? All good, man. How you doing? Doing well, man. Just got back. I was at a, a, a professional association conference in our uh, in four days in in Orlando. So uh, they had nice. a lot, lot of sunshine. <laughs> Little time in Florida. I love it. Yes, sir. How, All right. How, well, how's... as you know, we are uh, recording this. We're going to share this with our audience. Thanks so much for being uh, a willing participant. Appreciate that. What can we do for you today? Well, I, I think in our previous conversation, I just sometimes I feel like a little stuck and um, just just trying to figure out ways to get unstuck. So here's kind of the um, the craziness. Right. So uh, I think as uh, I'm an executive leadership and, and business coach. And in fact, I just got off a call with a um, a client and uh, her eyes rolled in the back of her head when we talked about some things to improve and that sort of, it's that sort of thing. And she, you know, basically said, "Hey, Austin, God, I just can't believe how we're able to get things accomplished so quickly and effectively, and in high level of, of of output." And and I, of course, we love hearing that. But I just said, "How do I do that for myself?" Because uh, you know, I uh, more than on more than a couple of occasions, oh, you know, oh, woe is me. How do I get my practice on track? Keep it on track. How do I get for myself? The good things I'm delivering to my to my clients, and right. so that's you know, I, 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 there's something there, and I'm just not sure how do we either unlock the door or kick the gate open to uh, un- unlock what I like to call this is my my genius, but for for myself, and not to be selfish, but but I think that I, I think I could help more people, but just I'm, but I'm some some there's something holding me back. That you're absolutely right about on all points. First, the best coaches have coaches. So yes. thank you for reaching out and trusting me. And also you're right. The more ass you're kicking, the more you can serve, the more you can show up, the more results you can do, the better you're doing, the better everything that you touch does, right? So this isn't just in service to you. There's no selfishness here. If you're not in service to your organization, you're not being a very good steward of that organization and of that mission. And so that's, that's just part of the gig. So um, what's the first question you would ask a client that came to you and said that, like, I'm really stuck and I think I'm jamming myself up here. I'm some reason I'm not getting the success. Yeah. The first question I ask them is, you know, what is it that you're looking to, to achieve? And um, they'll, they'll say that is, and then why, why is that important to you? Why is it that as opposed to, you know, three thousand other things that you could have you you could have made an answer to, and so they'll they'll talk about that, and then we're going to kind of go back to so where are you, you where are you now, and then what's that gap between where you'd like to be, for the reasons you've stated, and uh, and and uh, you know, understand, and then how do we go about filling that gap or create drawing the bridge across the gap? Right. So, what is that delta for you? Yeah, uh, for me. Uh, it's it's probably getting out and making and consistently making the uh, having the high powered conversations that lead to opportunities, projects, and enga- engagements. Um, I do I do a fair amount of uh, I call it pay it forward work work with uh, uh, a co- the local community college 
on some of their entrepreneurial initiatives that they're doing with local businesses. Uh, and it's very fulfilling work to see people make breakthroughs. But, you know, uh, you know it's, it's, it's volunteer work. And so right. I, I, can't, I can't eat <laughs> with the proceeds that come from that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Fe- feeling good and doing good work doesn't put food on the table necessarily. That's, that's correct. Right? That's correct. Makes Austin a very thin young man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, and it does it does hinder your ability to serve. Right. Because, again, yes. if you're not as successful as you can be, you know, I had a, cl- uh, a conversation with a client not too long ago um, and she was very oriented, very service oriented, right? One of those kind of, you know, very sort of kind of on the woo woo side, you know, a mm-hmm, little mm-hmm. very hard, you know, a lot of heart with not enough head kind of going on. Right. And, oh, yeah. um, and she was trying to make her services what she called accessible. But looking at her business model, I said, you can't afford that. Like you can't afford when you're like really doing well and you're successful, then you can afford to make it accessible. You can't make it affordable and accessible if you're not if you're not paying your bills, you know, it doesn't work. You won't be around to deliver. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm wondering, you know, my first thing is, can you afford to be giving that level of service away right now? Like, even though it's heart centered, even though it's, you know, God's work or whatever you want to call it, like whatever, you know, it's very mission driven. Are you in a position to do that comfortably? And that's, that's uh, one, we're, we're probably going to touch on a few things uh, in our time together that keep me awake at night. And then that's, that's definitely one of my, and I've asked myself that is this, is, is this um, economically feasible? Um, and, and, and I, I unfortunately let myself off the hook by saying, well, you know, you enjoy it and you're good at it and people, and people right. just rationalize your way. Yeah. Right. Just rationalize. Yeah. Yeah. See, but see, if you're asking the question, is this feasible? You know, the answer already, mm-hmm. you would not be asking that question. If the answer were yes, you wouldn't even ask it. Right. Right. And so you're sort of buying on credit here. It's like, I can't really afford this yet but I want it. And I even think on some level, I need to be doing this. I have to be doing this. Um, but that's not necessarily true. And this happens a lot in the coaching and consulting world, you know, especially when there's a lot of heart involved, like in, in businesses like ours, there's a lot of heart and soul in this. That is correct. And so it, there's the, the drive to be of service and to give to those that it would not be accessible to, or that, you know, cause yeah, it does our ego a lot of good. We love to see the results and we do want to help. And it comes from a very genuine place and maybe we're just not there yet. And so we're sort of getting the reward without having done the work yet. You know, like there, there could be an incentive there in mm-hmm. terms of like when I make, when I get to this point, then I can give that level of service, right? As opposed to spending your resources, giving it now up front when maybe it's not viable. Right, because, um, and and to be very uh, transparent, the reason that I I took the the role on was was in the hope that it would produce uh, paying gigs because mm-hmm. people have the opportunity to see, you know, what, you know, where, where I excel, what my genius is. 
But, uh, you know, when people start out paying little, little or nothing, they want to end up paying little or nothing. So it, 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 it's hard, it, uh, almost impossible to flip the script on some most folks. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, in my experience, that I, I have not seen that work well in this world, in this kind of work, I mean, in our environment, mm-hmm. the coaching consulting environment, starting off low level in my experience, has not yielded big ticket, big, big engagements. Um, They just, they just don't because ultimately it boils down to frequency, right? Everything is energy and energy vibrates at frequencies and there's bandwidths, right? And, and Mm -hmm. the things that are at the frequency, the higher level frequency that you want are not touching the lower level frequency of the money and the vibration that that plays at. They just don't connect. That's a good point because I've often I've, I've, I've often wondered that if by becoming this uh, expert in the small business arena does that keep me locked out of sort of the the, the, the larger more lucrative corporate types of assignments and, and engagements, where, which is where I, I could really see myself um, having a great a great career and and doing some excellent work. Well, there are a lot of ways to leverage that, right? Like, um, you know, one of the things that I did with with small business experience, I went into a very large business and said, "Look, I don't want, I don't want a big, large deal with you because, frankly, you got a big ass HR department. You guys have a lot of red tape. It's going to get in my fucking way, and I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. I want to work with these four people, like four people. We created this little black ops division within a division, and mm-hmm. that team." you know, four people became six, became seven, became 12, I think. Um, but that was a great engagement over the course of about a year or so, because I was only working with those people and we crushed it. We had a written, you know, created a great name for ourselves there, but there was no way I was going to work with, you know, the big nightmare of the red tape that I had to deal with. So there are ways to parlay your success into bigger engagements and organizations, depending on what you're looking for. Um, I like that. That's that's a great idea. It 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 works really well for us. And I will tell you that in my experience, and this this goes back to my back way back when when I managed musicians. If you are willing to play for free, you will. So if you are willing to work for free, you will. If you are willing to do volunteer work, you you will, right? But I think there's an opportunity there, like I said. You can do all the volunteer work you want when you're making seven figures. But right now, it doesn't sound like it's viable because, again, you're asking the question, is this viable, which means it's probably not. Right, exactly. Okay. Well, that's helpful. So that's the first place you're jamming yourself up is going into this kind of self-betrayal. You know this is not viable. You know this doesn't work, and you're rationalizing your way into it. Now, as a coach, I'll ask you, because the way the brain works, where else are you rationalizing something similar where else are you doing this in your world and probably on my uh, my fee structure so when i do find the uh, fee uh, opportunities um you know I'm, I'm 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 okay with asking for you know kind of a big ticket but i think i i should be asking for more and so i'll say well you know maybe i haven't done as many projects as i would have liked to and that okay see place. there it is rationalizing but, the way see i love but, that you hit on that that's it but so what is the percentage more that you think you should be charging? Probably 50 to 60% more. Oh my God, you're killing me. Okay, yeah. Okay, so look, whatever your fee is right now, you're, you're, that's your new rate. Okay, you add that 50% right now, nothing 
below that. Like you're you're going to have to be willing to say no. You're going to have to be willing to to um, to lose deals, right? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if you catch a deal that is 30, 40, 50% less than you're worth, all you're doing is affirming that you're not worth what that other number is. Yes. And you have to be willing to say no to that. You got to be willing to lose that deal. Now, there's a balance because you got to keep the lights on, you got to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But you, I would encourage you to maybe set some limits here. Like I, I'm allowed, you know, and this this comes from my CMO actually. He's like, you're allowed one pet project, Chris. There's there's <laughs> one charity, one charity that you could do until until we get to this level. Like you, no more of this altruistic bullshit. Okay, that just right, right, right. <laughs> so so whatever that is, you know that that keeps the lights on, that keeps the business going. Um, but that pattern of rationalizing there's there's a reason for this by the way i mean if you really want to get under the hood here let's ask that question what is the driver that is pushing you to talk you into the things you know aren't correct hmm that is a great question so when i so so when i look back um and i'm not going to compare myself to other people so over my career I've had some extreme successes and I've had some really uh, lower dark points as well. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that sort of really prompted me to kind of go into uh, business for myself was the last two or three jobs I had in, on the corporate side, you know, basically got carried out. Right. Um, and not, not, not on my terms. And so, um, you know, I said, well, here, here's a way for me to go out and sort of rejuvenate myself or, or reinvent myself through tying together all these things that I've done over, you know, several decades of work, put, put it into a coaching um, um, format, coaching uh, career. And then that way, you know, people would see how smart and accomplished I was, and they would just be falling all over themselves to, to work, to work with me. But mm. uh, it, uh, it, it wasn't, it, that wasn't the case. And so I did find, you know, people falling all over me when I was working in the context with the, the local college and, you know, doing things pro bono, but it's, and it has provided some sort of sense of accomplishment, but, um, I'm, I, I think I, I, then I think I know I'm still looking for that major series of wins to say, Hey, look, you did right by leaving, you know, corporate America. Um, you've got a great message to tell. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're a good person, you're accomplished. And you can help others do great things. And so this is this is kind of where what brings us to our conversation here today. Yep. So it sounds like to me, you sort of need these wins to validate what you believe about yourself. That's correct. Yes, that's fair. Yes. Okay. So, on what level do you believe this about yourself? Well, I measure success, um, you know, accountant by training. So uh, I measure I measure success by, you know, um, size of engagements, dollars generated from an engagement, that that sort of thing. And so, you know, so by purely using that as a yardstick, one of our core competencies is uh, the ability to measure, evaluate, uh, make comparisons year over year, quarter to quarter, whatever the measurement period is. 
And so, um, and of course, more is, uh, at least on, from a bottom line perspective, more is typically better. And so when I look at myself through those that lens, those filters, I've not been able to sort of say, wow, yeah, I started here and now I'm here. Boy, I've uh, really done well by myself. It's just been that, it's been a roller coaster. I get it. I get it. I've had this conversation many times on this podcast and with clients and I, and I've shared this story. Um, my first real, what I would call real coaching client was a guy at a very large wealth management company, international wealth management company. And I was talking, he, he brought me in to talk to him about how I could work with, you know, with his team, make them more effective, more profitable, all the things, right. Uh, what he didn't know as I sat across his massive oak desk in his big, beautiful office as he was making more money by the minute than I had seen in a long time, I was mm -hmm. broken, homeless, and living out of my car at the time. Mm -hmm. And here he was talking to me. You know, I'm talking to him about, here's how I can help you with your business, right? And he ended up hiring me. Now, why did he hire me? You know, sure, I talk a good game or whatever, but it wasn't about what I said. It was about the knowing that I had. I knew I was good at this. I knew I could really work with this guy. I knew I could deal with the communication issues in his team. I knew. So what we're missing right here, from what I can see, is a knowing, like an, an embodied experiential knowing of how good you are. Hmm. Like... Remember, I said that everything is energy and it, and it vibrates at frequencies, right? Right. Right now, you're using your your outer your your outer reality is nothing more than a reflection of your inner experience. So right now, you're having this inner experience of I'm not good enough or whatever the script sounds like. You know, I'm not there yet. I don't have the proof. You cannot base what you know on what you have proven outside of you. You have to know it inside first. And then it was and then it's reflected to you from the outside. Right? Your outer reality is a reflection of your inner experience. You have to change it in here so you can see it out there. Mm, that, so the, yeah, that, that does make sense. So okay. now of course my my following question is so how how do you make that internal change because this i mean right. what i'm hearing a little bit is, is around the mindset how do we perceive ourselves and that and that sort of thing right if you track back through your entire career history of all the data points where you could say i did that well i did that well i did that well i did that well you're going to find a lot of data points that validate the idea that you're a pretty fucking good coach mm -hmm. You have to choose to see them that way and choose to really buy in. Um, and because you, you ask a great question, a lot of people do the fake it till you make it thing. You know, they use affirmations. I've said on this podcast many times, affirmations don't really work for me. They sort of set off my internal bullshit detector. I just know I'm lying to myself. So that doesn't really work. Um, but if you set the premise and start with, okay, let's say that I am a coach that's worth X amount of dollars every month or whatever it is. How might that be true? Let's see if I can see any data points in my history that might suggest that that's true. Now, that might not be based on numbers, right? That might be based on any number of other things, right? Because I, I know that I can tell you that in for, for my organization, for me, 
I'm at least a 10 to one ROI. If I'm not providing a 10 to one ROI, I screwed up somewhere along the line. But that doesn't necessarily mean dollars, right? It's not an exact exchange. Right. So you got to be willing to look at the totality of the benefit that you provide. So if you start looking at that objectively, you're going to start seeing, hey, you know what? I can justify this here, here, and here, and here, and here. And then you've got to get the at-bats with that real embodied knowing. It's not just a mental game. Like you got to feel it in your bones. Like it's a deep knowing. But ultimately, you have to believe it first before you can see it outside of you. Mm-hmm. You cannot use the outside to, like, I cannot, like, you know, people get it backwards. They say, well, when I make half a million dollars, then I'll feel better about myself. It's like, no, you got it backwards. When you feel better about yourself, you'll make half a million dollars. That's right. the way it works. You right. got to do the inner work first. The universe just doesn't let you off the hook this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll answer your question with a question. I've given you a couple of tools, but what do you need to do to buy into the idea that you are worth the kind of money you want to charge? Like, what's that leap of faith look like for you? That's that's a tough one. I think I think part of, one of the things is. It's um, confusing activity with progress mm. where, you know, I'm not doing these things and, you know, you know, allowing people to interrupt my, take me away from doing the tasks and activities that I know will push me forward to this, this desired future state. And I spend time on, uh, I, I allow myself to be distracted by things that aren't, that aren't contributing to my move going forward. So again, right. So, but you're already going to the negative. You're already proving the antithesis, Mm -hmm. right? Like your mindset right now is around proving that negative thing. I'm not worth it. And, and I need the data to prove that I am worth it because I can, I have not yet figured out how to believe it in here without seeing it outside of me. Right. Are you married? I am for uh, uh, next couple of months. I'll be married 40 years. Congratulations. Do you deserve her? Oh man, I, I'm I'm married way up, <laughs> punching well above my weight class. <laughs> see, see, right there, I would say not true. <laughs> While that's very humble, and I appreciate all that, the reality is you absolutely deserve her. You want to know how I know that? How's that? She's in your life. Mm. Like people, when something walks into your life, whether it's a person or a, a a promotion or whatever, you're getting that because you have earned it already. It's not happenstance. It's not an accident. It's not right place, right time. People have that. A lot of people have this idea that I can't receive something because I don't deserve it yet. Well, the fact that it just fell into your life is evidence to the contrary. She has been with you for 40 years. Is she a smart woman? Absolutely. Is she psychologically fucked up? No. Well, then clearly you are worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Yes. You can prove this. It's provable (laughs) because there she is, and she's been dealing with you for four decades. (laughs) Plus, right? Plus, 
yeah, we dated for a few years, sure. Right? <laughs> so this thing in you that is God, and it's great to be humble. It's it's better to be in gratitude. Right? Mm, like I love mm-hmm. humility, you know, I you know, but to be in gratitude, wow. I am so grateful that whatever it is I did in a previous life or this life or whatever earned me that woman. I am so grateful I did the right things. I made the right steps and I, and she is still here. I am Mm -hmm. so grateful. That is way different than I married so far above my weight class. Do you hear how that discounts you? Yes, it it does. Almost like an element of, of luck. As opposed to, you know, the, you know, you know, you look at forty years. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was great work, but it was a lot of work. It was hard work. Yes. It was, I, uh, probably. I'm guessing. You know, I'm I'm 52, right? So, <laughs> so I, I can't imagine what four decades of a relationship is, right? But the the work that you put in, the commitment that you two have have engaged in the 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 respect the trust the love the effort the 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 pain like everything like no you you've more than earned it so that that, that you've been so this is another one of those questions i i have so how do we take what i've been able to accomplish with this relationship and how do i take those building blocks, those foundational principles to other parts of my life where specifically the, the, the practice and, 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 and achieve a similar or, or on a path to a similar level of success and satisfaction. Great question. It's all about tools, right? Number one, gratitude, right? Being really grateful for everything. Um, Number two, you got to start celebrating your wins, my friend. Like you got to start acknowledging you have been so focused on everything you have not accomplished. And you have Mm. got to get your orientation around everything you have. That's powerful. This has a huge effect on your neurochemistry. It has a massive effect on your psychology. But I tell you what, you start honoring yourself and saying, damn, I did that well. Yes, I'm good at that. From the framework of gratitude. So your ego doesn't get a hold of it, right? Because you know mm-hmm. the ego is like, I'm God's greatest gift to whatever. It's like, no, I am so grateful. I'll tell you how this shows up for me. And I've said this a lot too. Parallel parking. I'm a ninja when it comes to parallel parking. <laughs> and I love that about me. I can park that car with the smallest space. It's incredible. I got an SUV, right? And right. um. And I can walk around like, okay, I'm God's greatest gift to parallel parking, but that's my ego. When I say, oh my gosh, I am so grateful I have that spatial ability where I can parallel park that car like a ninja. Do you know how much time that saves me in LA trying to park that car? I am so grateful for that. That keeps the ego in check. Mm -hmm. Right? And when you say, man, I'm so grateful I was able to do that for that client. I was so grateful we were able to come up that solution. I was so grateful I I was able to provide those benefits. You have got to sink into your wins and acknowledge the badass that you are. Because if you don't know it, how the fuck is anybody else going to buy into it? Like, they're not going to feel that from you. And you said something that was powerful. So I'm I'm spending way more time thinking about things that um, I don't have or, or would like to have. 
as opposed to what I do have. And so we, I mean, that's, that's one of my coaching mantras, right? You know, uh, we become what we think about most of the time. And you have been thinking about everything you're not. Right. Time to switch. Yeah. Yeah, I do a 180 on this. That's very helpful. Very helpful. So for you, like a gratitude journal, a win journal, something like that, where you write down, you know, big wins of the day, every day. It's got to be consistent, though. Well, that's, yeah, okay, so. Consistency is everything. You know this game. You know, you can, yeah. you know, you go to the gym once a week, all you're going to get is sore. But, <laughs> you know, you, you do this three times a week, five times a week, big wins of the day. Hell, small wins of the day. They don't have to be big. They just have to be wins because the brain doesn't care what how big or small. Right? You're still getting your dopamine hits. You're still getting, yes. Right? Chris, I, I I talk about these small little dopamine hits and workshops that I give. Right. You, you think I'd listen to them and, fo- and, and follow it? <laughs> I tell you what, I cannot tell you how many times I've said something to a client and then been like, holy shit, did I need to hear that right now? <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm, it's good to have company. <laughs> right? No, you start listening to yourself because a lot of things you say to your clients, you'd be like, ooh, I needed that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was, like I was right fun. now, your your whole energy field is different right now. Like you you look completely different right now. Oh, that's good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, because I feel I feel I feel different now. Yep. I feel I feel like we've sort of identified some of the, the the speed bumps and the and the barriers. And what we've talked about here, I mean, these are all doable things. If again, if I'm intentional and inconsistent, because that's that's probably one of my biggest issues. I've been. I'm a great starter, but the, f- the finishing part uh, is has always been problematic. And my wife tells me, "Well, you've always been about the chase. And once you get something or you conquered it, then then you lose interest, and then you're looking for the next for the next big for the next big chase." And I don't and I don't think she's wrong. she's 100 percent wrong. I don't want, uh, I don't want to be thought of like that, but I don't think she's 100 percent wrong. Well, in my experience. Um... You know, in general, maybe maybe it's a I don't know if it's a men thing or whatever, but you know, men we we do tend to like to be on the hunt, you know, for whatever it is, the next deal, the next whatever the thing is. Um, it gives us purpose, you know. I mean, we I think we need some kind of purpose for sure. Uh I don't and I don't see that as a bad thing, you know, to be on the chase. Um I think if you're just chasing to chase maybe that's not the best thing, but if, if it has purpose, you know, then I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. Thank you for, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. That, that. that does trouble me when she's, she knows, she knows me pretty well, as you might imagine. So it, it, I, yeah. I always listen when she says something profound like that. Well, see, and here's here's the other thing. I'm going to tie this back to what you shared earlier, all this volunteer work and this kind of low-level stuff that you've been doing. It's compensatory, right? Because you're not feeling good about not getting the deals you want, so you're going to do this other stuff so you can feel a little better about yourself. But you got to go inside and do the inner work to feel better about yourself so you can get those big deals so that you can afford to do the altruistic stuff. Right? You just got to change your model here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm. Uh, cause I assure you that 
and, and I know the work is valuable to the recipients of these small businesses I work with, but I don't find that it really stretches me because no. it's, it's re- so, so, somewhat repetitive. Um, it's like it's like it's like t- teaching sixth graders. You know, right. there's there's always a new bunch coming through the following right. year, and right. uh, you know, it, and it really takes that exceptional teacher to to continually up the game because when it's so easy, just you know, use last year's curriculum plus you know, change one or two things and you, and you're set for the year. And so that there's the there's uh, there's that's that's not the growth model I've ever envisioned for myself. Right. Right. And it's actually going to, it's the, the milk is sounds like it's souring for you anyway. And it's actually going to make you feel worse about yourself because now you're all, you're volunteering and not enjoying it and not getting the big deals. And now you're validating that idea of that you're not good enough. Right. We mm-hmm. got to start validating the idea that you are and we know that you are. And when you start acknowledging those wins and celebrating those wins and validating the reality of the 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 level, the size of the hammer you wield, now you're going to start getting those big deals, and that like it's it just changes everything. It's a game changer for you. You got to you got to stop supporting this idea that you're not there, that you're not that person because you are. I mean, the only the biggest delta between the person you are and the person you want to be is your bullshit story that you're not them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just calling me out, Chris. Calling me out. That's, that's my job. <laughs> that's my job, baby. You know, it doesn't make me popular, <laughs> but it makes me effective. <laughs> that's right. We we didn't we didn't get into this game to become popular, right? <laughs> right, right. Change, I, I tell lives. people I'm kind. I'm not nice. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind. I'm not nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you let's let's get this, get that gratitude journal rolling and get mm-hmm. that wins journal rolling. And, okay. you know, when you have a win, like how does that support the idea of, the, you know, the vision that you have about who you are and the deals, the kind of the kind of person you are landing those deals like that's that's the vision that we're supporting here. And when you hear that voice that starts validating all that other nonsense, it's like have a conversation with that voice. Um, it's it is a fan of yours. It's not trying to sabotage you, right? It's it wants you to be safe, but safe is not thriving, right? You know, safe is contraction. Safe is um survive right but thrive is expansion and that's you know that, that that's not safe right right definitely definitely so it's very was it sam johnson uh, a ship is so uh, a ship is safe in the harbor but that's not why ships are built <laughs> so true so true right yes that's right so okay. you got the gratitude journal, you got the wins journal, supporting that vision thing. What else can we do for you? Well, thankfully, this is recorded. I'll be I have a chance to re- to re-listen to this, and I, and I know that every time I listen to it, I'll pick out another nugget or two. But there's but there's been some some good things there, and and it's been nice to have a a, a form. Right, and I think that for me, this is a big win to you know uh, you know get on stage and share that. Hey, I've 
I've got I'm, I've I've got some opportunities to improve here. So, um, so thank you for giving me the platform. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for trusting me. And uh, if there's anything I can do for you, please feel free to reach out. Uh, I do want to hear from you in about six weeks. So book a follow up. Uh, it's on the same link as as the other thing. So book a follow up call with me. Check in. I want to hear how it's going. Okay. You got a deal. All right, Chris. All right. Good to see you, Austin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you. Take care. And so much appreciation for Austin coming on and being vulnerable like that. It takes a lot. It takes a lot, especially as a coach, to admit, you know what? Nobody gets to the Olympics alone. We all need support. We all need feedback. And I'm so grateful that uh, he chose Mindfuck as a place to do it. If you are so bold as well, go to statusflow.net, click on the link to apply to be on Mindfuck or check out any of our programs. They're all science-backed and they are all designed to make the impossible a reality. You can do the thing that you don't think you can do and have always wanted to do. I promise you it is possible. Statusflow.net. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.